Hi, humans. Welcome to our podcast, Deconstruct. My name is Lauren. And I'm Adam. On this podcast, we want to help start or continue conversations about the beautiful and messy parts of life. Although we both had a conservative upbringing, we've since grown out of a lot of our traditional ways of thinking. We're learning to deconstruct the religious lenses we once saw the world through, breaking down topics like purity culture, racism, and the patriarchy, while demystifying things like feminism, equality, and love. Stepping away from our evangelical church background, all the while leaning into God and moving forward in our faith. We'd love to hear your story. You can find us on Instagram at deconstruct.pod. Now, on to the episode. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Almost. This is a kind of a special podcast. This is going to be our first one where we're actually recording and speaking to you guys so yes so if you are new to the podcast welcome uh i'm lauren and i'm adam (laughs) we're married um and we're we like to talk about everything um and we are starting we have a, a youtube channel and a Facebook, so make sure you guys check us out there. Um, that's where we will be posting the links to yep. the video. Um, if you're listening to this on podcast form, um, just so you know, there's also going to be video content. So be looking out for that in the future. So let's get into it. Let's yeah. talk about Christmas. It's tricky, right? Why I mean, is it, why is it tricky? I guess so. Lately, I've just had a ton of like nostalgia kind of feeling of loss a little bit about Christmas just since we've kind of gone through this unraveling and deconstruction of faith because Mm -hmm. I I think so much of Christmas is almost the like it's almost making a holiday out of the worst parts of Christmas what do you mean it's like it's the commodification of Mm -hmm. Christianity it is the celebration of I, I mean capitalism capitalism really I mean I know like materialism, like we still want to celebrate Christmas because we love getting together and we do love giving each other gifts and all of that stuff. But the fact that it ties into Christianity is tricky yeah. because Jesus wasn't even born in the winter. Right. So if you didn't know that scholars do believe, I mean, it's, it was never said in the Bible when Jesus was born, but according to things that they've mapped out, I mean, people wouldn't even be out in the fields shepherding in, in December. Um, it, it would most likely be that Jesus was born in spring. Um, So that in and of itself, Jesus wasn't even born in December. And it was originally a pagan holiday. Right. Um, And I think that's, it's always interesting. People always get a little spooked out at the word pagan. But um, yeah, I mean, it was the time where it it was solstice, winter solstice. And that was a a celebration in many different cultures. Um, They celebrated solstice solstice in different ways and had different traditions, but it was not originally, this December holiday thing was not originally Christian, believe it or not. So it's just, yeah, I guess that that's a lot of it to me is like, why is it Christian? It's Christian. And then all, and then you're left with, all right, so if it's not, if it's not, and also if I've deconstructed, what do I make of Christmas now? Right. And a lot of people, I feel like this one, it might be their first year 
not going to a Christmas Eve service because they're either, you know, they're deconstructed and they don't feel comfortable and they don't align with that or COVID. Right. You know, it's like, it's going to be so different. Or if they were on the fence, if they or we were on the fence, you're you're definitely not going to go. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's just, I think the biggest thing is I just feel such a sense of loss of innocence. Mm -hmm. Like I wish I could just go and like sing the Christmas songs (laughs) and the carols and the worship songs and whatever and just like not know what I know. Well, you can believe in, I don't know. I feel like there's a sense of, there, there. It was always a little bit of pretend. Do you know what I mean? Whether it was the aspect of yeah. Santa or Jesus being born on that day, right? And and it being a Christian holiday because it's really orig- originally not. Um, it's all a little pretend, right? Like, yeah. and I feel like there's an aspect of n- not wanting to. F- to pretend there's so much of in deconstruction like you're you're done pretending well i think a lot of it is you have to defend your reality so often that mm-hmm. pretending feels like abandoning that a little exactly and so then there's that sense of like okay well i don't want to pretend but then part of pretending is part of the magic of yeah. christmas yeah for sure and, you know and depending on like what you believe in and if you believe in magic or if you don't believe in magic like i think there's there's aspects of like people's truth within like the Christmas season of being like, well, I I may not believe in Santa, but I believe in like magic and I yeah. and I may not align with Christianity, but I also love being I love the warmth and coziness of Christmas and whatever, you know, there's yeah. everybody's got different elements to Christmas that I feel like are are soothing and also terrifying. Um yeah. and may possibly triggering um from from the past and so i feel like you know listening to certain songs right that you used to sing yeah. um like oh holy night or or um well i mean so many traditionally christian christmas songs yeah. i think it's okay like i think you need to give yourself permission to still love those songs yeah. even if it even if there's elements of it that maybe you don't agree with or maybe you uh, it doesn't fit your theology or you're like well that's just completely incorrect that's fine you're you're allowed to feel that way but yeah. you're also allowed to to let those songs and those memories bring you joy yeah and they can bring and they don't even have to be memories they can bring you joy right now right. too you know what i mean like I feel like there's a sense of with deconstruction, you're all like, you're like, we're always like looking at the past of like what we used to have and like this, this <laughs> it's like solid uh, inside thing. out. Yeah. Or like sadness kind of. T- exactly. But, but there's so much of it that's not that. Exactly. Well, yeah. And that was what I was kind of getting at. It's just like, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to touch the memories and make it sad. Yeah. You can also have, make beautiful memories off of a Christian or non-Christian tradition. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, I don't mind, I don't mind the idea of like remembrance of Christianity and of Jesus's birth and all of that out of timeline. Like it doesn't, we don't have to celebrate on his birthday because it's his birthday and we have to. It's just the idea that like, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there's just a lot of manipulation that happens in that space. And on top of that, like we kind of referenced earlier, the reason that Christmas is when it is, is because 
it was basically put in place to squash out the winter solstice. That well, was that was celebrated by people that were non-Christians. Or I, it was also, from what I've seen and what I've read, is that it was also uh, chosen to be on that time. Like that, that Jesus was born December, you know, during the solstice time because there was already celebrations for solstice. Yeah. That like, I think it was Rome wanted it to become a more recognized and more like celebrated holiday, Christmas. Yeah. Um, and they're like, well, people are already throwing parties and people are already celebrating. People are already doing things. Maybe, so it's like maybe it'll, maybe it'll catch on. Yeah. And it obviously it did. And even it, it, early America actually didn't even celebrate Christmas because of the Puritans and blah, blah, blah. Right. I mean, there's, there's a long list of like how, why Christmas was created and whatever. And, but that doesn't, that, that does and doesn't affect us today, though. Yeah. I mean, there's pieces that do. No, for sure. Don't. I think there's maybe, maybe I'm just, I'm trying to be too careful for everybody. What like do you there's, mean? Like, there's a part of me that I want to. You want people to know it's okay to be sad? Yeah. I mean, yes, but I mean, more than anything, like, I don't want to celebrate something that's hurting somebody. I don't want to celebrate, yeah. I don't want to be a part of the celebration of something that is making somebody else's holiday or celebration or spirituality feel inadequate. And who who would that be though? Like who would feel like that? Like what do you mean? I don't know. I mean I maybe maybe it's a minority and maybe they don't maybe nobody even cares. But I guess to me I'm just like it's just the same mentality to me as colonizing. And that's yeah, just no, such a sure. hard that's such a hard thing for me to get past. And maybe it's just because I'm in that season right now where that's like mm-hmm. continually on my mind with my spiritual journey. Yeah. Um but I think you're allowed to, like we've said, you're allowed to take the bits that yeah. are not, you know, putting more money into big corporations and like buying local. And yeah. there is there is beauty in celebrating those you love and like. And just being with family and making cookies and yeah. putting up trees. And even and- this year, if you can't be with your family, like. Yeah. FaceTiming with your family and just thinking making, about each other. Just even. yeah, being with each other at least even in energy and like in spirit. It, that's what I think the magic it. is an intentionality. I agree. So how do we move forward with celebrating Christi- or Christmas with our family that is still Christian? Well, and not making everybody super offended that we're like, this well, isn't when Jesus was Jesus born. wasn't even born this day. <laughs> um, but I'm here for the cookies. Well, okay. <laughs> I feel like we have an out this year, again, because of COVID, because we won't be going to a, a, a church for Christmas Eve service. Right. And like we, you know, like we won't be around those, any family members during that time. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. So we, we've kind of lucked out in that sense for this year. Um, but for others that live with their family who are still, you know, who are Christian and, you know, practice their faith and go, are going to the Christmas Eve service. I hope not because hopefully it's canceled because of COVID, but, um, (laughs) that's a whole other thing though. Um, please don't go if this isn't even a theology thing, but please don't collect it. Big groups of people aren't great. Um, during COVID, I, can't imagine anybody doing really big services but anyway i can imagine it i absolutely uh, can imagine it i yeah. i hate it yeah but i think it's gonna happen yeah please do if you are gonna do a christmas eve service please do 
virtual. Like, oh my goodness. Oh, can't believe we're still talking about everybody just be virtual. <laughs> Don't gather. Uh, but anyway, but that's its own thing. Um, we actually, on both of our sides of our family, have people that did gather for Thanksgiving and ended up oh, yeah. with COVID and spreading COVID or yeah. not realizing they had it and now how many people are. Yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Not great. But I think, like, to move forward with Christmas, I'm like, uh, Mm -hmm. what what do you do? do? How do we have those conversations? Because, like, I really, I don't think I, I don't know that I have the answer to that. Like, I, I know that we can avoid the conversation. Yeah. Like, we're say, good at that. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like if there is any piece of you that would not be harmed by, like, watching a virtual with your family, if that's truly what they want, if you feel, if you are comfortable with that, I feel like they're, maybe that's their, that's your family's gift for the year. You're like, I will attend the virtual <laughs> Christmas Eve service. I don't know. Um, but of course, if it's, if it's doesn't feel good to you, if your body is reacting and it's telling you no, and it's, you're getting anxiety thinking about it, or you're, you know, your hands get clammy and you whatever, you, your body's going to tell you if you're not okay to, to partake in the Christian traditions, then don't. Um, and of course, it's easier said than done. I understand. Yeah, Family sure. can be really complicated. Um, but above all else, like you in your mental health is top priority. Well, I mean, just so that you can be present. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I so- mean, because, because if you allow yourself to get into a headspace trying to be somebody for somebody else, mm. your presence isn't going to be felt in the same way. Yeah. And, and maybe At least communicate, for myself. communicate that to your family. Be yeah. like, you know, hey, I really want to be present. I really don't want to have this feeling of like retreating or like flight, fight or flight. Like I really want to be present and calm and like feel good with you all. Or I want us all to feel good, you know, not saying me against you or anything like that. But use the verbiage of like, we really all just should have a Christmas where we feel together and, 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 and peaceful and whatever. And you know, this year I feel like I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna sit out this year. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean forever or whatever. Just like do what you need to do. Well, um, and and on top of that, if you can encourage your family to attend a virtual service, I mean, oh please, you, oh please do. Yeah, you have so many options for churches that will be careful around the language so that yeah. everybody can participate and that everybody can feel normal and feel the nostalgia. And like, exactly. But even if you're not comfortable with that, like it's yeah. also your right. So it's also your right to say no. Like, and not give an explanation. I feel like there's there's a point where, like, your boundaries don't need to be explain, explained. Yeah. you Because that's exhausting. And it's really not... It, <laughs> it's really not your family's right. Like, they don't really need... It, they don't deserve your 
long explanation. Like they don't, well, not the word. They don't it's require not it. Require, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you feel comfortable enough to offer that emotional labor to them to explain your boundaries, then by all means. But also you can just say no. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is me giving you permission to do whatever the heck you want <laughs> for Christmas. It's well, okay. We'll back yeah. you up. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm just... I think I think that's it's the biggest struggle and it's the biggest thing that I want to comfort people in is you're not alone in feeling nostalgia over this and feeling like you're betraying your younger self or mm. feeling like you're touching everything with a little bit of sadness and you're stealing that from yourself. I think we just me included need to move forward in in how it is that we that we celebrate the holiday. And maybe maybe it just is allowing that Christian side that Christian aspect of it and requirement to fall away. Because, I mean, I think that generally happens anyway. Like, right. Kinda. At least with my family, like, we'd always just kind of hang out and, uh, you know, I would wake up every Christmas morning at 4 a.m. and sleep in front of the tree. And it was, we would go to church the Sunday after potentially and maybe before. But, like, the, the Christmas day wasn't, wasn't a Christian holiday. It was for us. So it was always just, like, it was just presents and it was food and it yeah. was fires and it was all that stuff. So I I remember those things. We can we can move forward and claim those things. And it doesn't even have to feel clunky. It doesn't have to feel awkward. Like just lean into it. Lean into the like excitement of opening presents and seeing family and making food and just be present in the events and the energy of things. And I think and I think we can all move forward a little bit better. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, our wedding date is actually on Epiphany. I don't know if, yeah, if you guys right. have heard of Epiphany. But um, apparently that's when the wise men approached Jesus. They finally got to him. And I think it was like years later. <laughs> I think it was like a, he was like a toddler when they arrived. Yeah, that's right. But I I don't know. Everybody says something different, but that's what I've heard. Um, but apparently it's celebrated on January 6th, which is our anniversary. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I can't believe our anniversary is coming up. That's wild. I know. Completely wild to me. Three years? But anyway, and that's kind of like a fun thing for us too. It's like, it's right after Christmas. Yeah. Like you know, we it. see all the family and then we get to just be with ourselves for a little bit. Yeah. Which is super nice. Yeah, it is So really nice. what, you said your family holidays have always been a little bit more Christian leaning. What does that, what does that look like? And how, how do you feel like, because we will be involved, I assume, in some sort of capacity this year. So like, how can we... With yeah, I mean, with your family. family? Yeah, I would imagine we'll what probably you see your parents and stuff. Yeah, but what do you mean? I'm just, I'm curious what the, what the, what that's going to look what like. What the Christian well, tra- thing. Traditionally, my dad writes a letter, I think, to Jesus oh. about the year. We love Jesus. I, that's the thing. I, I don't, I, we can't speak for everyone who's deconstructed because everybody has de- deconstructed and it's, it's does not all lead to the same place. Yeah. And so I can't, I can't say what, you know, anybody should or shouldn't do and how people should feel about certain traditions or not. But for me, and I told actually my mom this recently, because they, my mom and dad keep on like bringing up situations and where they're like, well, you know, you're on this journey. So it's like, you know, yeah, I still, you know, pray to God about Jesus and the whole Jesus thing and whatever. But you, you, you do you. They're doing that now, which is it was cute of them. But yeah. also, I, I was able to tell them, I'm like, hey, just so you know, like, I'm cool with Jesus and I'm cool with your relationship with God. Like, I want you to be cool with mine. Um, 
where I'm at in my journey, as you call it, and what I've yeah. what I've kind of come to is like I I'm totally open to what you believe. I'm just more open to what other people believe too. Yeah, you're like you could be absolutely 100 percent right. I'm but like so could. Well, yeah, and I, I'm I'm okay. I'm like, and I think I went through a, maybe a season where I was like, okay, look, I I'm over the whole like Jesusy thing, the Christiany thing, and I think there's an aspect of that still in me. But for the most part, I'm just like, but that's for me. Yeah, you know, like for, if somebody else really aligns with the Jesus story and Jesus's life and who he was and and still is very much following the Christian traditions and incorporating that into Chris, Christmas and whatever else. I don't ca- like, I don't care. Yeah. Like it, it does not bother me. Yeah. So when my dad, he's going to write a letter to Jesus, I'm about that. Like it's, it's another way of like journaling about how the year went and like honoring. Yeah. And I, in my indigenous culture, there's so much like gratefulness and thankfulness is literally like a part of the spiritual practice. Yeah. And so I'm like, call it what you want, letter to Jesus or manifestation journaling, or it's, or you're, or you're just thanking the universe or whatever. I mean, for me, I'm totally okay with that. And I'm totally comfortable with that. As long as they don't try to force me to write a letter to Jesus. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's where like my boundaries come in, but my boundaries don't include how they. Yeah live out their faith it's the expectations yeah because i mean even you know that that may even at some point in your life be something that you want to do is write a letter to jesus but it it doesn't have to be with the same intention it doesn't exactly it doesn't have to be with the same baggage of the theology and the religion that comes with whoever else's practice that is exactly so you know i love that with your question i i'm i'm down for it they do do that you know them do it like do your we thing. have solid tea parties for Christmas too. What do you mean? At your at your family's oh. place. <laughs> oh yeah. There's I don't know. I just I really Christmas like celebrating. Tea. Yeah, I like celebrating Christmas with your family. Yeah. It's not all it's not it's not all religious. No. It's just it's mainly that and we talk about it and we have gone to a Christmas Eve service, I think in the years past, but did we even go last year actually? Yeah, I'm sure we did. I think last year's was the one that was like awkward for everybody. Oh, was it last year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was hella bad. Hella bad. Um, yeah. Um, it, was, it was a bad Christmas Eve service that it was like actually one of the last times I was like. <gasps> it was very doom and gloomy. It was very doom and gloomy. Um, uh, but anyway, <laughs> so we won't be doing that. So other than that, there's probably not a whole lot of religious. Yeah. I mean, I'll be I'll intentions. be probably making a church video for Christmas. And, you know, I, I think oh, yeah. we're going to be so surrounded by it that. We all are at all times, which is so interesting. We know, of course, we're talking about deconstructing from Christian to like whatever else or, but there's so many people who are listening to this podcast. I hope that you, you don't feel, you don't feel like we have completely iced you out. I'm sorry if we, you know, the way we speak sometimes says, well, all of us who have deconstructed and maybe you're still, maybe still aligned with a Christian theology, or maybe you're not Christian at all. You never were and you never will be. And you're listening because you like us. Well, we love you too. You make those Santa cookies. (laughs) You make those Santa cookies. (laughs) Or you're Jewish or you're Muslim or whatever. And we we are so glad that you're listening. And hope, like I said, hopefully we haven't made you feel ostracized or felt like you 
aren't a par- part of this conversation um, yeah. because you are. So please, you know, talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. We um, would actually love to know more about other holidays. I, I would personally, uh, yeah. at least. And from people with experience and people that are in this space, I feel like would have such good I want to know visions what, of their own religion. Yeah, during Christmas. During maybe? Christmas. Yeah, I would love. I would love to speak to somebody. Um, we would love to speak to somebody. Um, if you are, we're not raised Christian. Yeah. Um, and well, I guess that's kind of the, the only requirement then. If yeah. you were, if you were not raised Christian, I would love to be. I would love to have a conversation with you about what Christmas yeah. looks like and how you kind of. And if you're watching this on the video platform, maybe just comment down below yeah. and say what it is that uh, your holidays looked like. Whether that's, I mean, I guess I don't and know. If, Kwanzaa if, or Christ- Hanukkah are the only other two that I've ever been taught about. But Yeah. Well, and if, and if Christianity, like, did you have to, like, swerve around it all the time be- yeah. during Christmas? Or did you just embrace parts of it? Because you're just like, well, it's just, it's so ingrained. It'd be exhausting to... right. To, to swerve to to all the Christian like <laughs> things, or was it easy to stay out of the Christian tradition during Christmas? Or was your family just completely like non-religious about Christian, and they literally just like cracked a beer on Sunday morning and <laughs> went and saw a movie at noon? And <laughs> honestly, there's parts of me that like really loves that, but also you and I are very much like let's take a holiday that everybody spends money and goes out and does all these things, and let's do something super super cheap chill together, and, like together <laughs> and like. Like I our, feel like that just means that we're really in for the heart of it. We yeah. like we just want the experience of being intimate together, and together and yeah. intentional. Like I will say, our our thanks or no 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 our Valentine's uh, tradition that we're ju- mm-hmm. just starting. I mean, we're just barely really married, big fans of it. Um, is going to the a store and getting our each other like uh, ourselves. We go together and get chocolates and flowers mm-hmm. for each other. Then we order pizza. Yeah. <laughs> we go pick it up and we bring it home, get some garlic knots. We like splurge on the pizza situation, uh-huh. get some like yep. Coca Cola. Yeah, do the thing. Bring it home. Oh gosh. Bring it home <laughs> and then like just binge whatever we're watching, like at the time, like yeah. on Netflix. And we have sex too, but um. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's also great. <laughs> it's also a good part. And we have a lot of good, good conversations and just hang out. Anyway, and like most people go out on on Valentine's Day, we just kind of turn off the rest of the world a little bit. Exactly, and I think there's aspects of of that that everybody can incorporate into into every holiday, where you're just like, I'm just gonna take this little piece for me. Yeah, this little cute little thing that like really has nothing to do with the holiday, but I made it a tradition. Like, let's do that. Like, how my family has chili on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. Like, what? Chili? It's like, why chili? It's delicious. It has right? nothing to do with, <laughs> like, Christmas or, like... But it now it does because yeah. I've, we've done it every year. Right. It's just a tradition. And so making those sort of things is kind of fun. So maybe think of something like that this year to do with, you know, either you by yourself. And you're like, you know what? On Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day, I'm going to go drive to... CVS and buy out all the chocolate and like that's going to be my Christmas thing I do every year or like everybody's going to be so mad that you bought all the chocolate at CVS <laughs> yeah or whatever I mean just create something either yeah. for just yourself or you and a partner or you and your family or yeah I feel like it doesn't have have to have anything to do with Christian like Christianity or Christmas but something you make a tradition that you look yeah. forward to every year yeah that's just like my my personal tradition is always just Getting up early. Getting up early and falling asleep in front of the tree. I yeah. just always do it. Um, like a little dog. What was your most <laughs> magical Christmas present? 
Hey everyone, want to take a quick moment to say thank you for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please share this episode and rate and review the podcast as it helps others find this online community. Thanks so much. Now back to the episode. Or moment, but I have a present in mind, which is... Well, for years and years and years, I mean, maybe like three years. (laughs) I was a kid. Um, But for like three years, I asked for a doll that was like life-size. And I asked for it when it was... Life size, my size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like currently. By, and by the size. no, and by the time I got it, it was like my little brother's size, and so I pretended it was his girlfriend, and it was like really cute. Yeah, she was. And so your brother cute. was already. She like was a little, little baby doll. She was a little black life size doll, and I and I like loved her. She was she was exactly Matthew's height, and so I was like, "This is your girlfriend," and like they were boyfriend girlfriend, and they were really cute. Aww. So I loved that. I mean, I thought that was really fun. Matthew and I. That's whenever we were like super close, and he was like a little kid, and I don't know. It was just. That was really fun. And then yeah. the only other one that I that really sticks out is the year that I got the bass. Yeah. I don't think I really even know that story. Well, they got a bass. And it was like That's right. for the family, kind of. But I was like... <laughs> and I always loved the bass, yeah. like the instrument. And so I was like, I just... I got it and I went downstairs in the basement and started playing it and I loved it. So I don't know that there's really no special story. I just was really happy. It was just a big day, big day <laughs> yeah. for you. What about you? Mine is always, there was a year, I don't even know how old I was, but um, there was a year that I saw a commercial for this Max Steel action figure that was this jungle one that had this claw thing and there was this panther and, or tiger, I don't yeah. even know what. And and it was like the most like aggressive in Be the woods. Aggressive. aggressive. Uh, Max Steel toy. And I was, never watched the show. I don't even know if there was a show at the time. <laughs> But I loved it. I was all about Cute. it. And my parents told me. What? Um, what did they say? They told me. They were like, mm, I don't know if you oh. should ask Santa for that. It's a yeah. little. Like it was a little. Aggressive. It had knives. Yeah. Uh, kind yeah. of on the violent. claw thing. It was a violent children's He had like a toy. scratch on his chest. And They're like, it was just violent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then Santa delivered. And then Christmas morning, I... Santa showed up. Yeah, seriously. I will, I mean, I did my thing, fell asleep in front of the Christmas tree, and then we started opening presents. And I think it was a surprise present, if I remember correctly. I opened all my presents, and I was like, oh, okay. And then they're like, And then they're like, wait, more. actually, Santa dropped off a special present for each of you, me and Cute. my two other brothers. And then I had one, and then they each had one, and mine was the That's Max horrible. Steel action figure with the claw and the scratch and the jungle cat of some kind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it That's was a adorable. big day for me. I love that. It's one of those things that really carried over my my belief in Santa Claus and mm. and made me want to hold on to it for a little bit longer. So it must have been prior to like fifth grade. I was going to say, I don't know if we want to get into it too much, but like how problematic the Santa situation is. I'm interested because I don't, I don't really know this conversation. Well... How Santa delivers new iPhones and iPads and like computers to some oh, children, yeah. and some children don't get anything from Santa. Like, there's a problem. I so the idea of I, I've seen like moms and and dads and and people reposting this like on Facebook and whatever. It's like, hey, could you claim? Like moms and dads, like parents, can you claim the pricey gifts? The big stuff. The ones that you bought. I mean, you bought all. 
you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I don't think any like child listens Parents, to our you know podcast. What I'm <laughs> um, but yeah, like claim the iPod or the iPod. Oh my god. <laughs> shows my age yeah um claim the iphone claim the the tech the really expensive stuff that you get if you can afford expensive gifts for gifts for your kids or for your family members whatever can you claim them and not say that santa got them and say that santa you know and, and tell them that santa got the smaller gifts the ones that maybe other people could afford too because like when kids go to school and they're like what does santa get you this year one kid is going to be like, well, I got a new computer. And another kid's going to be like, um, I got a water gun. Like, or whatever. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'd, right. of course, when I was a kid, I would have liked water gun. But, <laughs> but like, I mean, things like that where it's like the price difference or like, oh, I, I didn't. I didn't really get much. And I mean, you can we can even talk about like my dad, the way he was raised. He didn't, he didn't get things from Santa. Yeah. He got things from the church and it was a brown bag with an orange in it and a shampoo from a hotel and a toothbrush yeah well why didn't santa show up to his house right and i that's just like that's problematic that's a lot yeah for sure i mean well i mean that's that's traumatizing to little kids like what did i do i must have been bad this year mm -hmm. i must have deserved or must have not have deserved what they got and it's just like that's sad that's 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 messed up. And then again, that's like going into the capitalist side of the Christmas tradition too. And I don't know. So like I said, the that idea of like, hey, claim parents, claim claim the expensive stuff. Say that you bought that stuff. Yeah. And Santa got the little stuff. That didn't start with me. I've seen it floating around, but I just wanted to say it here on the episode because if you are a parent or or even if you have like nieces and nephews or whatever, I don't know. That just throwing out an idea that Santa needs to be able to equal the playing field. Yeah, a bit. as much as Santa can. Yeah, you Santa know, does a lot of work already. So help him out. <laughs> anyway, that's not. I don't even know why I'm speaking code. There's no six year old listening to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I really, I really do think that's important. I mean, it's tricky because I don't know as as myself growing up. Uh, a little bit um, underprivileged. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't really care. I mean, that other kids got that other stuff. kids got other stuff because I think the value, the value of the notion of getting a gift was the thing that mattered to me. Yes, but y you're not all kids, though. No, for sure. That's what I'm saying. It's a little tricky for me to weigh in on because and I, I don't think it's you. I don't think it's even so much the kid. It's like the parents who feel like shit because yeah. they couldn't afford. Yeah, that no, computer. for sure. And they hear and their kid comes home. Okay, so imagine we have a kid and we can only afford so much. And they come home and they're like, whatever, my friend got a computer and blah, 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 blah. And like... Right, and you can't be like, well, maybe Santa will get you that next year because that's just... Out of the... And terrible to do to yourself. Yeah, and and I feel so... I feel like it's just as much or more for the parent Yeah. than it is even for the kid. Yeah. Because like you're right, I mean, kids kids are cool like yeah but i mean like i never i i guess i guess what i'm kind of coming around to is just the fact that like i don't know if my parents just did a good job or if i'm a different kind of person but i like i never felt less than on christmas yeah and i think i think the spirit of christmas and of santa claus and and allowing that to be just the spirit of 
of giving and of family. And uh, I mean, and I've always loved giving more than I've liked receiving. Yeah. So it's like, I think that's the important piece to really yeah. just move forward with, at least for us as we're, as we're leaning more into the fun and the, and the yeah. nostalgia and the holiday of Christmas and less into the like deep Christian religion message of Jesus being born on this day. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think it's just important yeah. to lean into that. And I think that that speaks to the same thing is that Christmas, Christmas isn't just for the kids. Christmas is for the adults too. And Absolutely. And because it's a moment for us to be able to to give and feel like we surprised our family and our kids and whatever with like more than they ever thought. I just I also want to be able to bring up the idea that maybe if if your kid is feeling or you think your kid is feeling less than or whatever, like in this situation um, with with Christmas that maybe they don't really care as much as you think they do. And, Mm -hmm. and so maybe it's just like, maybe it is more for the parents. Take the pressure off. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and I love the idea of us like being able to do our own Christmas thing and just really go. I mean, cause we're so extra about Christmas (laughs) and about Thanksgiving and all of that. So I'm like, I'm, I'm more excited to, (laughs) to be able to lean into the excitement. And I said we have to, because we go by frost. That's our last name. Yeah. So that's that's why. <laughs> yeah. So I think I I don't know. Permission to be as extra as you want with all of the Santa things and maybe and maybe the kids don't care as much as you think they do. And but if, also be cognizant. And if you don't have kids and you're just trying to figure out what Christmas is for you this year as a deconstructed <laughs> human, it's okay. Everybody's life is going to look different. Yeah. Everybody's experience, it's okay to cry randomly because we're in the holiday season it's going to bring up memories it's going to bring up joy and it's going to bring up pain yeah um it's okay to cry it's okay to laugh it's okay to yeah it's okay to laugh at what you used to think or like what you what used to be important it's also okay to cry missing the way things were before you you knew other things (laughs) like it's it's okay and you're not you're not crazy if you have random moments. And I, I think I think the moments that make us feel really in our heads and, and feel really um not stable is whenever a strong emotion comes at a random time. Yeah. Cause it would be one thing if you just stayed sad the whole season or if you just were happy the whole season, but that's just not life. Um and emotions do come at random times. And it's okay. It's okay to cry and it's okay to laugh and it's okay to smile. It's okay to remember. It's okay to make new traditions. It's okay to not go watch the virtual Christmas Eve service. It's, it's, it's okay. It's really all okay. And you're going to be okay. It's going to be, it's going to be great. You're going to be great. We're here for you doing great, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So let us know what you're doing for Christmas this year. And how it how it looks for you. Um, if it's really going to change. And is it mainly going to change because of COVID? Or is it mainly going to change because of you or your family? And we just want to hear. We want to hear from you. So on the videos, comment down below. And if you're on the Instagram, you can DM us and comment and all that. Yeah. Twitter and everything. We're there. We're there for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. And until next time. Bye. bye.
and happy holidays.